it's a big passage. Murder and anger, marriage and divorce, swearing. We'll take these on, but I first want to share with you that I'm looking forward to going on vacation this week. It's been a year filled with challenges, and I'm looking forward to time off and away. We'll be in New Orleans with family. Now, I realize that it's hard with these flowing robes, but over the past year, I've lost a little weight. Putting New Orleans, though, and weight loss in the same sentence, well, they don't quite belong. But it does bring to mind a fitness book I read years ago, written by a trainer named Vinny. Vinny grew up in Louisiana, and he is one of those characters that makes New Orleans great and famous. He has just wonderful stories and a huge personality. Vinny tells the story of his experience in a Roman Catholic school when he was a boy. <laughs> he didn't have a positive experience. It was an experience filled with isolation, mistreatment, condemnation, an experience of religion and theology that leaves a person wondering, what in the world does church have to do with a loving God? When Vinnie hit puberty, the nuns brought him into the office and they began teaching and admonishing him about mortal sin and the imaginations and fantasies of a teenage boy. They took out a permanent marker and put a big spot on Vinnie's skin and said to him, rub it off. He rubbed and it wouldn't come off. Mortal sin, they said, is like that, a stain on your soul that does not come off. And that's where they left it with Vinnie. A teenaged boy's experience of church and God was an experience of fear, guilt, and judgment. But we might have a similar experience when we hear the gospel reading that we had today, fear, guilt, judgment. But why do we have these feelings? Well, have you ever been angry? Have you ever insulted someone or used unkind words? When it comes to desire, have you been steadfast? Swearing? Honesty? All very real feelings, very real experiences that odds are we've all faced sometimes with great success. But sometimes, I bet too, our conscience wishes we could have a redo. One of Vinny's ideas on how to get in shape, cut out sugar and grains. Vinny admits that as a New Orleanian, this way of eating is not easy. After all, New, York, New Orleans is a place that's filled with French bread, beignets, bread pudding, and king cake. And I'm going to eat them all next week. But king cake is a wonderful piece of New Orleans culture, and truly many cultures across the globe 
in Christianity. It dawns on Twelfth Night, and it's put away on Shrove Tuesday. It's a food, it's a delight, for the season of Epiphany. And if you haven't noticed, we're in the sixth Sunday of Epiphany, which does help us with this gospel reading and what we need to take away from it. Epiphany is a word derived from Greek. It means manifestation or striking appearance. Who is this man, Jesus, to use these words with us? Well, the Magi, on Twelfth Night, the three kings saw him as a king and God. Our gospel reading tells us more. The ethical teaching of Jesus is the teaching of the Messiah, not just another Jewish scholar, the Messiah. The true meaning of the law is unveiled. Jesus, no other teacher or Pharisee, no one else, can interpret God's law finally and authoritatively. This gospel reading is not here today to engender in us guilt or fear, but rather wonder and hope. Wonder and hope that God has acted in Jesus to bring about the long wait that began way back in Genesis when paradise was lost. Paradise regained that whole and healed relationship with God, a relationship where we love God. We love his will with all of our might, all of our heart, and we love our neighbors as ourselves. We love them so fully that it's the same as loving ourselves. Is it helpful for you to remain angry at yourself, to beat yourself up? No. Is it helpful and loving for you to cheat on your own dreams and desires, to betray yourself? Misleading yourself? It's not healthy. It's not a way to grow into perfection and holiness. When paradise is regained, we love all. We love all the way we love ourselves. Our enemies, our spouses, our friends. And we love all that is just and true and good. Jesus' authority has made a striking appearance. Don't let that striking feel like the guilt and fear of Vinny's childhood experience of church. Instead, look at the arms of Christ, the Messiah, Jesus. There they are, outstretched outstretched on the cross for our mistakes, outstretched in blessing and hope in the reality that man, that woman, is not perfect, but needs the loving embrace of a Savior to lift our hearts, imaginations, to lift our actions 
to God's will rather than our own. Vinny wants me to stop eating grains and sugars. I'll be a more fit, more energized person. But he also says that king cake may find its way into my life from time to time. That wonderfully frosted piece of cake with enriched white flour. (laughs) We're by no means perfect. Trainers know it when they get us to the gym. Jesus knows it full well. God, though, the Messiah, he continues to work with us. Unlike trainers, God's grace and help, it's free. Of course, much like diet and exercise, growing in holiness, being that person who is not angry, who is not impatient, who is steadfast and authentically and really just and true and good, It's a lifelong endeavor with one step at a time and setbacks along the way. It's a big passage. Murder and anger, marriage and divorce, swearing. The whole story of a loving God is even bigger.